0: Drawing room experts. This is Abe uh, back with another episode. Um, this is this is this is I think might be a little bit of a controversial one, but it is what it is. Um, it is. Um, it is quite. Um, it is based on some recent events, um, and I guess you guys would know what I'm talking about um, as and when I start to elaborate on it. But um, I wanted to really, as I do usually with specific incidents, I try and generalize them and get the, get to the meat of it and and see what the you know trying to go deeper into that 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 incident and try and get to the principle around it and then perhaps have a conversation around that and, and um, so therefore I mean if anyone listens to this um, I don't know 10 years, 15 years, 20 years from now um, they would still be able to get something out of it and not wonder what am I talking about? I mean obviously there are certain, certain episodes I do which are very specific to events and you know Difficult for them to really step out of those those specific uh, elements, but this one I feel like would be uh, a little bit more general, um, but based out of a, a specific event. So just to set the stage, um, um this this uh discussion is happening on the backs uh, the back off. Um, um the protests that we've seen in Pakistan uh, that I feel reached is reached its epitome and its peak on the 9th of May. Um, to anyone who doesn't know what happened on the 9th of May in Pakistan, uh, I think they should Google, uh, although they will come across some very interesting accounts especially um, the media in Pakistan, is, uh, it's not the most reliable um, institution. And this is not just one reason why, but there are many other reasons why. And anyone who feels like, feels otherwise, you know, um, I have a bridge that they can buy. Um, so, um the protest i mean this this conversation that i wanted to have had been had been brewing in my mind for for a good part of uh, a few months but ninth may happened and this kind of um i was like okay now i really need to talk about it it just added a little bit more color around what i wanted to say but at the end of the day it, it, it is kind of the similar conversation that i wanted to have so um there have been political uh, arrests, political protests, you know, uh, without taking anyone's side right now, um, have been going on for a few months. Um, a lot of the things that, you know, um, uh, would, uh, would be a sore eye for, um, I would assume, some of the folks in the media. I would assume some of the folks have been very vocal on these things um in the past um they were quite happy and actually enjoying the site which is uh which is fine because i think the the people before them were also kind of doing the same thing but and that's where i feel like it cancels the those those two reactions cancel each other out and then nobody has a right to say anything anymore you know what i mean so um um so ninth May happened, and that got me thinking about, you know, the concept of protests and the concept around violent protest. And trust me, I went, you know, through the archives of the internet and really read a few more, a few articles, a few researches that were done on violent um, protests, protests in general, and the use cases around them, and. Um, the purpose was just to really understand what this is. So before, uh, before I dive into the specifics around, you know, uh, what I wanted to discuss, I think let's talk about let's talk a little bit about the concept of protest. Um, what is a protest? In, in in a In a classic, in a in a classic democracy, in a very normal country, in a normal democracy, a protest is something that you would assume that. Citizens, um, um, organizations, institutions—you um, know, um, any class of people uh, will will um, um, will will put up um, in order to change something about the status quo. I mean, if you really boil it down, a protest is just that. Um, to tweak the cha- or change the status quo, the nature and the extent of the changes could be varying. It could be, you know, could be, you know, like I said, a slight tweak, or um, it could be could be a, a, a monumental change. It could be, you know, something really, really big. Um, but either way, a protest is something that citizens, if I generalize the citizens, use as a tool to really get their voices heard against whatever they're seeing in the status quo. It could be rules, laws, could be potential laws. It could be um, rights or lack thereof. Could um, be. Um, pretty much anything can be. Um, can be used to, or uh, the grounds to protests. Um, the the interesting thing about um, protest, I think, in general, is is what it really does is is because you're protesting against the status quo. You're protesting, let's say, if I really simplify this, you're protesting against the rulers. You're protesting against the the government of the time. You're protesting against the established meant establishment of the time. Um, so the interesting that the things that happens here um, is that a question gets asked, like, who sets the rules of how a protest should be held? And the answer generally to that is the other side, the the side that is being protested against, and that's usually the government. So the government will set the rules. So they will send... Down their paramilitary troopers, they will send out their police. They'll send out their riot control uh, um, personnel, um, and they will define how a protest will be held. Now, a question you know that you know rises in my head at least is: um, how is it? How is it viable? And is how is it okay for? The side that you are protesting against to set the rules of the said protest. Um. it, it is quite interesting because you would think, for example, if there are two um, two competing arguments, right, in a debate, in a conversation, in a conflict. Um. You would need a third party mediator, you know, nine, nine and a half times out of 10 to resolve the issue between the two parties or the two sets of ideas or, um, sets of people. Um, never you would assume that one, you would make one party, the, uh, the judge, jury and the executioner and, let them perhaps kind of like uh, set the rules uh, for the game that is going to be played because it hasn't been played yet. Nothing's happened yet. It's only people have just come out on the streets at this point. And now the other party starts, you know, the opposing party, which is the the, the party that, you know, you're protesting against, starts setting the rules that, okay, you know, you can only protest here. You can only protest at this time. You can only do this while protesting. You cannot shout slogans. You cannot throw rocks and stones, you know, and we'll get to the violence around protest as well. I just wanted to say this. Um, um, You will not enter these areas. These are the red lines. These are the areas that, you know, thou shalt not cross. Um, And I've always found that interesting. And I feel like that how, you know, um, counterproductive that is um, to the whole equation where... People who have gotten out on the streets, they have gotten out against the very set. set people. So they will not, if they, if they follow rules, if they follow rules of the people that they're trying to protest against, they would not be protesting in the first place. That might be a dialogue, right? Um, I mean, I guess what I should have, you know, started with is how do people get to the point of protesting? hatta insan kis us पार करके पहुंचता है कि जब बातचीत का कोई इम्कान ना हो जब तक आपको यह मालूम ना हो कि सामने वाला जो फरीक है आपकी कोई बात नहीं सुनेगा और जब वो नहीं सुनेगा आपकी बात तो आपके पास और कुछ नहीं बचता कि आप सड़कों पे आएं और आप अपना हक जो है शोर से और जोर से और ek 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 jamat ki shakal mein usko aap manzoor karwaye jamat ki meaning ke bahut logo. log to uski jo jo strength hoti hai us jamat wo uske sath log or hain aur wo ek samajh picture paint karti oh my god ke ye to bahut acche khasal ho you know obviously that draws attention that draws eyeballs to the situation and what so on so and so forth to <laughs> You you get to the point of protest by knowing that this other party is not going to listen to me, so therefore I need to really you know scream, you know. So the fact that that And I thought about this in the context of uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, protest a couple of years ago, um, 2020 actually, uh, three years ago. Um, Actually around this very time in the summer of twenty twenty. Um, uh they were protesting against the police. They were protesting against the, the the established elite of the the country. I mean, and I say they very lightly because I don't mean the the organization BLM, I mean the people who are actually impacted. Organization that is BLM, we'll talk about it some other time. You know, that's a whole uh, array of discussion in itself. But um in context, I thought that protest That police are unfair how are the police setting you know, directions and you know, boundaries for how they should protest? And then the people, like, media media protest. That the media, as African-Americans, they protest them as a villain. And, then the me- vi- and, 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 and the media itself then starts you know, dictating the ethics and moralities around how one should protest and how shouldn't they protest. Dude, you're violent, you should are not you're not you are the, the one in discussion. You're the one part of the conversation here. You, how are you setting the rules for me uh, on, on how I should protest and how I shouldn't protest? So in that context, I and then when this happened, um, you know this applied beautifully again. I mean, it applies to pretty much every protest in the world. To be honest, okay, like I said, protest. You know, uh space byap um So it's quite interesting. Ke, uh who who sets the rules, right? Ke rules can set kar there. hai. Um, but then a question can be asked. Keh bhai, chalo, so rules as in like the party protesting, or rule set kar sakte, who the, the protestees are, I guess. Uh, if that's a word, uh, then who should set the roots. Um, Pandora box because what it what it does here at this stage is opens a very important question around um, um why it gets to that stage. Okay, because if you. Uh, ko lagta hai ki aap ek um esi fiza mein jire ke jahan par protest ke bagair nahi maanegi um so that already talks about the lack of you know um uh, um uh, lack of uh, trust between the two parties. So, to, it's not about protest anymore. It's about filling that gap of protest uh, of trust. So, so, the fact that you're asking me, do? Right? Rules set on how one should protest. Then know, and ethics of protests. में. Let's talk about that towards the end. Uh, that, uh, morality क्योंकि connected. I just go my address we'll speak about that but before i do that i think it's important to also then talk about okay the problem isn't how you're protesting the problem is the lack of trust that should be the for pr- again that's this is what happens okay you you um you you create these environments and then you spend your energies and time wasting at uh, you know uh, focusing on the wrong things um um it, it you know, it bothers me when people just go and, you know, bring up irrelevant questions because that's, you know, a question to be addressed later down the line. It's not a question to be addressed right now. So, um, um, we have talked about rules who should be setting the rules, but we do know that the people who are protesting against uh, it doesn't make sense for them to set the rules because they are Muslim. Right? Aap hi se problem hai. You are the problem. And because we don't have that level of trust where we can talk to you and we feel like you will not be... um You will, you cannot be trusted. You will not be forefront with your thinking and your ideas. You might be stabbing me in the back. So we have a that we are So you that... Um, और, और because that's also very important because a lot of conversation around the 9th May thing was happening around sensitive installations, you know, um uh, public places, um or you know, you shouldn't because it just it's Again, what is more important? Again, the the, the question arises here. Again, I, I I hate doing this, but it is unfortunately the way it is. <sighs> okay, what's more important? Right? It it feels to me, okay, installations, um, monuments this idea is more important than the human itself. You know, these places are great and all, and they represent something, which is fine. But I also feel like uh, it just starts to overstates the importance of these places, especially when it comes up against the lives of human beings. What do you do? Like, after military they're you know, uh, uh, being physical and and, and violent in the, in that area, we'll have to shoot them down and kill them. Why? I don't understand. Um, and I think this is a very good segue into, into talking about violence in, in protests. I may not, you know, reach some sort of a conclusion, and I, I have in my head, at least, or, you know, at least I think so. But in this podcast, in this episode, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna try and lead you towards um a conclusion when it comes to violent protests. What I will do is 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 pose some questions because hopefully that intrigues you into doing some of your own research and thinking about these things yourself. Um, um the potency and the, the the value of protests uh is known. Do parties ke dirmyan, agar, wo, wo trust existing then you, obviously the next step is to really get loud on the streets show strengths uh, strength of people uh, so that your demands could be heard Theke. uh would channel exists karta, ke, bhai, for example uh gonna make uh um ek choti si organization school ka example ne, right school may you know if you want to complain against the teacher for whatever they did or the principal or the you know uh the the board of directors and whatnot so you would perhaps start by writing a you know a complaint get the parents all of the parents you know most of the parents to sign on it and then send it to office yeah yeah uh, the means to get the complaints from like a complaint box or like you know email to the, the trustees or whatever right um and then, if that doesn't get heard, uh, and that happens for you know an extended period of time, where whenever a complaint happens, you know, it never gets heard, so what 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 really usually follows is parents lining up outside of the school, and saying, "Hey, you know, we're here. We're here, like hundred people here. We want to talk to the principal. This is getting too much. Uh, we're not getting listened to." That's a form of protest. That is a protest. you when you show up physically? So that happened because the inefficiencies. That lies in the first line of defense, which is addressing the problem at its root. Though, um, um, again, my, I digressed. I'm, I was talking about protest and the potency of, of, of violence in it. But again, I want to stress in this this more than you know more than once. I guess okay, um, it doesn't need to get to the stage. The fact that it does, it has a as has so much to do with how the first line of defense really does its job which is awful um though in in that in that in example of you know a school had complaints been addressed proactively you know and not reactively while after 100 people show up uh, at your uh, you know at your door you know it, it, it we we would not be in this position because then once that happens every other parent knows now Ke going forward, writing a complaint might not be the most effective way to get things done here. We might need to you know, get a few people around. So, all these things continuation, my dear. All things All things, this is not an isolation, ke, bah, ye abhi ho gaya. <laughs> So, again, you, you, this is a continuation of lack of trust, at least in the Pakistan's uh, uh, atmosphere that has been going on for, for decades. So, Um, violence so yeah so whenever a protest takes place the idea of the protest is to get their point across to get what they want to have at least you know a negotiation get the other party who hasn't been listening so far get the other party to feel like they're obliged to at least come to the negotiations table and give them what they want Hai. Toh, again, the protest in itself is taking place so that the other party can come and at least listen. Because they haven't listened so far, Toh, they're trying different ways to get the other party's attention. Uh, they will attest to this that if you're not listening, if you're ignoring your child, especially if it's their if, especially if they're a toddler, they will start doing you know, really crazy shit. You know, they will start jumping or they will start making noise or they will start really going a because they want attention so if you would give them attention when they actually needed it in the first place they would wouldn't pro- perhaps get to that stage but again I digress so conversation with violence a hai. violence bhi aap is a step aap usko, you, there are levels to protest right there protest when de- solo principal comes out, immediately listens to them, immediately says, okay, you know what? I apologize, sorry. I didn't notice ke. it was such a big issue. I didn't read the complaint. blah, blah. Let me address this. Let's talk right now. Okay, everybody goes to the drawing room and talk. Okay? But one day, two days, three days, four days, so on and so forth. Nothing happens. What happens now? Do you think they're stupid? They're just going to keep standing there? That's what the media wants. You to believe. That's what the so-called uh, the uh, the the rules setters, which is the government, protest peacefully How's that going to change anything? You're already not listening. If shorna na machana was the solution, complaint box complaint that would have been uh equally that in this instance it's it's has an equal impact. And you're going to listen to me or this is going to work. Then it should have worked in the first place. It didn't. That's why I'll have to raise my voice. And if that means hurling a few stones at your door to get your attention, again, to get your fucking attention. So the problem isn't on the people who are trying to get your attention. It's the problem is the people who are not listening. And, often you see media often you see fucking analysts often you see oh god i have so many adjectives but these people try and convince you that people who are subjects citizens are equal to people who are military people who are Establishments, people who are politicians, people who are rulers and governments. The reason why they do that is because they say, uh, you know, violence protest mein. Hai. on principle, i like, kind of like, baat hai, room like this, you know, protest you know, you should be. Ba- Fuck that! It doesn't work like that in the real world. A balance, imbalance of power already exists when you are a citizen protesting against the government. The government has all the arsenal, all the machinery to really whoop your ass, really make sure that you have never seen. You know, they can they can pick you up and disappear you. They can kill you they can make you absolutely irrelevant they can you know even force you to migrate and exile they can do whatever the fuck they want the the, the imbalance of power already exists in that relationship how are you how are you expecting an imba, in an imba, Im, in an imbalanced relationship that the other party who is subject to that, that 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 imbalance for them to take care of the feelings of the other party no if anyone needs to, you know, crouch a little bit. If anyone needs to come off their high horse a little bit, it's the uh, the powerful, quote unquote, powerful party, yeah, or, or or yeah, the powerful party in the conflict. Take which in this instance is the government establishment and all of that. Unko padega. Unko apne rules thode se flexible karne because they are in a position. I mean, if you are again going back to the 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 toddler example. If, uh, you know, the reason why your, you know, parents are calm um, and parents, you know, don't tend to lose their head if a child slaps them on the face. It's because they know if they slap them back, the child's going to get hurt really badly. Okay. So, so the rules of the, the engagement, kind of like, you know, the rules of war does not apply to a child. Okay. So what happens in that instance, in that in, in in that exchange, is that you recognize, yeah, I am the powerful one here in this relationship. You know, I have the economic benefits over this child. I literally feed this child. Let me try and reason with them. Let, let me try and calm them down. So you you know take a little bit of a punches you take a few punches and you you know calm them down a little bit and say okay you know what that's fine it's fine let's say so the way you engage with a child is how I feel like governments should be engaging with protesters even if they get violent now a question arises this is what I wanted to get to um, which is a fair question to be honest okay, doesn't this give a license to anybody to then um, have a few hundred people, thousand people on the streets and get and basically strong arm the government into whatever they need. Um, just go hum you know, there's this term that gets thrown around, you know, January 6th, by the way, as well uh, in the US and May 9th uh, the writ of the government. Take a writ of the government, good question, you know. It came to my head, you know. I was when I was thinking about these things. I was like, this is a fair question. This is a fair question, you know. And I and I want to address it. But before that, um, I really want to finish the thought on on violent protests and, and the potency of violent protests. Um, if you really go back in history, Tika, if you go back in history, uh, if you look at what is what 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 gets achieved um, um, as a result of protests. Uh, civil um, balances that were achieved um, in the 1960s when it came to uh, the rights of the African Americans, the civil rights movement. Um, it had its fair share of quote unquote violence. I mean heck, uh, Martin Luther King, you know um, was uh, had cases on him uh fbi cases of him inciting mm-hmm. violence you know he's the no, most non, non-violent person now we know you know people uh associate non-violence with him so much you know he had fucking cases on him um so that's what happens right you know, the, when at the time you know people try and and malign you and they they set the rules i mean uh everybody knows this uh there were articles in newspapers you know absolutely having a go and uh, uh, at M.L.K. at the time. Now the same articles will will celebrate M.L.K. Day, right? Uh, same newspapers. So 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 they um, were having a go at M.L.K., thinking of him some some like violent uh, riot leader, riot leader, uh, not rights leader, um, and 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 totally like had a go at them, him and his party for you know whatever they were asking for, which again wasn't much, but. Um, the the usefulness of, viol- of violence and protests, you know, it's. I don't want to say this, but it is what it is. I mean, it 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 is useful, uh, but what it depends is. Um, this is where kind of like we go into, uh, the ethics of it, the moralities around it. Okay, what are you, violent, against? If you're violent against people your common, your co-citizens, unki property agar burn ho hai, ya unki properties agar uh, impacted ho hai, then I feel like that that's the line no one should cross. Because they're not, it's not their fault. Even agar haang fault ke baat kare for example, we're protesting on the police, the guy who's standing in front of me, the police guy, it's technically not his fault, but if, you know, he's involved in that, so technically I, I shouldn't be you know, hurting them. But they're resisting against, the, on behalf of the institution. So they are the institution, for all I know. Take Okay, individual, uh, pinning um, uh, For example, when the rioters, then, you know, when the riot police start smashing you on the other side, they're, they're, they're smashing you disparately, they're, they're, they're smashing you without seeing you in your faces. Man, 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 right. okay. And if they're starting to shoot you down they will shoot you down without recognizing that mr kon tha actually you know was was a little bit reasonable but he was just here mr. Or not. they're not taking that consideration so why should they again why should they have the other party okay. So whatever Joe answer jo bolo same same apply um but violence in protest is anything over you know anything above raising your voice so 100, loga, 100 hai, apni, banners for them that is peaceful protest If wo na, to violence mein, layer of violence add violence add jo, fikna, you know uh, ladana, marna, whatever, khana, it goes upper level like violence technically starts with the moment you raise your voice on the streets because that's violence when you say you know screw you and you know we need our rights or all of that it is a violent behavior it is not peaceful behavior tm <laughs> peaceful protest what they consider is <laughs> maybe even have play cards in front of you know your uh, like in your hands that's it but even that, sometimes people think you know, it's very aggressive to have those, you know, play cards and in, in your hand. I mean, just ask the, the March folks, um, and and people and their detractors what they feel about play cards. So people consider play cards as violence as well. So, again, I'm just assuming for the sake of argument will be so violence, is anything above not raising your voice in a protest. So, if you tell me violence in protest so literally no human rights civil rights movements changes to achieve in the past 100 200 years will cease to exist because they all at least had you know them raising their voice so they had some element element of violence in them to uski violence ki efficacy take it about type of violence I is it is it okay to then burn like for example my house. If protest against the government the protesters starts you know stoning my house or like throwing something in my house or start to burn my house i got nothing to do with it i i'm their go citizen i'm not even resisting against them So I think no, no one on either each side of the aisle will would disagree here and say, "Can you be, you know, part of the protest. Even the protesters themselves, if you ask them afterwards, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was too much. That person had nothing to do with. They were not even standing it. They were not resisting." So people who were not part of the equation, bystanders, co citizens, whatever, they are, against violence. Obviously, you know you it's not justifiable. But when it comes to public property, public property, who who's the public? You mean the public who's protesting or the public who's being protested against? Who's the public in those? The public who's protesting is the public. Okay. So they can't burn the properties of the public. Um, um, an argument can be made that, you know, it is it is unfortunate to do that, but uh again an extension of what the first argument was involved a public just involved a co citizens property co op damage na karo. throwing stones at the parliament burning down the core commander house <laughs> Yeah you know, I don't know I'm not gonna any words in your mouth or thoughts in your head Um, yeah I mean I got to be careful with these things because um, people can take whatever they want to take out of it but you know I I also want to be very mindful of of my own conscience in what I'm trying to say here Um, but you know without putting anything you know forward what I will definitely say here at this Ki violence and protest or, or violence described bhi, pura, it's again you don't take this out of context but violence is protest is necessary to get things done um the extent the boundaries around it that needs to be defined you know that needs to be maybe we can converse about that and that gets to gets us to the point of to koi bi le, koi bi jatta then you know um um you know they get they, they can they can have thousands of people on the streets and get whatever they want yeah rid of the government where is it therit of the government if this starts to happen um answer number one okay it like I said the first thing it only happens when you're not listening so address the first line of defense which is listening um develop that trust you know give everybody that the idea take care. we don't need to get our nobody likes to do that by the way nobody likes to get out in the fucking sun and scream their 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 organs out to get what they want nobody likes to do that might be some people who're cynical enough to enjoy it but i mean for the majority of them they're there just because they need to get shit done otherwise they don't need to do that they want to stay home spend time with their families and friends have fun you know, maybe some some people might think of that as fun, but that's just some of them, not most of them. So, so my answer is that first thing: get your first line of defense sorted. Um. The the other thing is the cause. You know, again, I I try and argue about these things. Okay? Moralities and ethics aren't relative; they can never be relative. Okay. Therefore, it's actually for more, uh, relative morality and relative ethics. But I'm presenting this from a point of view of it being, there being a an absolute morality, an absolute ethical code. So um, what are they protesting for? What are they protesting against? yes things matter. क्या, क्या no. right they have the same standing in the eyes of that absolute morality and absolute code of ethics as people who, who don't, uh, uh, you know, as, as people who abide by the absolute morality and absolute ethics. No 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 sane person can make that argument. For example, one protest to raise minimum wage. To make wage more livable. To improve the lives of the citizens. One protest to I don't know. What do Example. Pakistan context for example, TLP. Okay, TLP were protesting against uh, there not be any rationality around the blasphemy blasphemy laws in the country. This was like a few years ago. Um, I mean, i about general description here. Yes, about specifics thing, but let's just you know assume that's the case. That the one party is is protesting against the lack of rationality protesting against there being a lack of rationality in the blasphemy laws the other party is protesting against livable you know for livable wages okay so uh, um, your moralities and your ethics which which protest do you feel like is much closer to the absolute, absolute morality one might argue that blasphemy again but if the argument in the TLPs cases uh, was more people should be hanged and killed because you know because of the blasphemy laws, or, or they should have enough power to do that themselves. Um, so again, mo- although in this instance I'm saying that आप relative देखो protest किसके बारे context check करो कि protest kya protest. I'm trying to give you a, 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 an excuse or an argument for looking at context. Okay? Which might some some might argue say mm-hmm. that I'm about relative morality Inko it's okay for them to protest and be a little bit uh, you know, violent, quote unquote violent, and, and not for this other party to be violent because it's wrong. What for what they're so I'm being relative in my morality. Yes. On on face of it, it does seem that way but in the eyes of absolute morality in the eyes of absolute there being an absolute code of conduct ethical code of conduct everything else is relative right uske comparison mein to har koi relative hi hogi nahi baat main baat kar raha hu ki absolute morality exists karti hai Malal, absolute code exists karta hai aur jo karna chahiye my argument is the way i cannot you cannot live by my moralities and my ethical code of conduct and i can't Live by yours. And if that's the case, then we'll have a billion code of conducts and a billion uh, uh code of moralities. At the very least. What is that one correct one? That we have to find. So um there has to be a correct one. Uh which one of them is that? you know, again, it, it is a journey towards that that we're trying to, uh, uh, you know, undertake. Um, I don't know if I made any sense to you guys, it was uh, especially that last five, 10 minutes. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, you know. Uh, these These things, these things that take around us, happen around us, take us to, you know, these questions, these big questions in life, okay? What is the truth? What is right and what is wrong? Um, And then, you know, hopefully pushes you towards getting an answer to that. So this is what this was about. Honestly, I mean, I have nothing else to to really, you know, say. uh, other than the fact, uh, subscribe to the channel uh, on YouTube. If you like what you hear, you know, re- leave us a rating on Spotify, um, on Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, Amazon, Samsung Pox Podcast, Podbean, uh, wherever you're listening to us. Um, um, subscribe and you know, leave us a rating. You know, encourage the show. Encourage me. To um continue um continue with this. Um I'm just thinking if I need to add uh, add anything to what I just said. Um now. Um, no, I think I've touched pretty much I don't know. I don't know. You know, I uh, argument Morality is relative absolute. Uh, it is a question to be asked. I mean, I have a case built for protests describing what violence is and why a violence takes place. I have some questions. Now, I have a case built uh, If A plus b is equal to c So if a a a aur b dono theek hai to c uska jawab bhi be hona hai. Hai? this is a philosophical uh, argument theek hai ki case aur jo aapke samne you know about the the rights of protesters about the the rationale behind violence in protest If it is sahi hai, and i think it's it is So these questions will have an answer. And the answer to them is always in my head, I go back to the absolute moralities and the absolute ethical values that I try and adhere to. And I get my response from that. Relative moralities, because it's going to be relative. I mean take okay yeah, take care. one side is okay on the other side is not then it just resol- dissolves the whole thing and that raises the question on my case that i built which it shouldn't because we've all decided you know we've all at least i mean i'm just pushing this decision your way but uh, i'm sure you will agree with the case that i've created uh, in in the first place so uh, so yeah, that's that. I don't wanna like again go on and on about this. I can I can you know perhaps do a part two on it with with, with other people uh to see if I am making sense to them and perhaps get engage if this, this makes sense or not. But anyway, I'll be back with another one. Thanks guys. Um, um hopefully this helps. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>